Hey friends, welcome back to Fire and Spice Podcast. Thanks for hitting play on our unfiltered combo for the week. We're always working hard over here to bring you inspiring, relatable, and of course, spicy stories to share and tell. So as always, if you or someone else you know has an amazing topic or juicy story to share, hit us with a DM on our Instagram at Fire and Spice Pod, and we can get the ball rolling. Let's dive in. Cheers. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo, <laughs> bravo. Woo! All right. Like- Ellie's first solo on the podcast. I've been really, I was thinking about trying out for American Idol or The Voice or something. <laughs> Wouldn't suggest that. If you ask my brother or Emma how they feel about me singing in the car, they're going to either not have anything to say or they're going to be like, oh God, please tell her to shut up. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> I'm off tune. I'm off beat. I'm tone deaf. I make up my own lyrics to half the songs, but it, you know what? It's always a great a time. All that matters, you're living in your happiness. Oh, yeah. no, And ain't nobody can stop that. Yeah. All right. So that song, wait, what's that song? I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. But where's Hannah? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay, okay. Move on with life. Okay. So we have a couple of cool updates that we wanted to tell everybody about. Um. Kelsey and I had a planning meeting last week and we decided that we're going to do some big things with this podcast, AKA we're going to have, what is it? We're going to have a couple seasons. We're going to do, we're going to be splitting our podcast into seasons. So this is currently season one. Um, Season one, Kels will be ending um, beginning of May, like Cinco de Mayo week. That's what we decided and we'll be taking a month off for what we like to call it our May break or spring break or summer break. That's what it is, I guess. And then we will pick it things back up mid June for season two. We will have a new logo. Mm-hmm. We will have a more detailed outline podcast flow. So for instance, we always talk about Allie's dating updates. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said Allie when that's myself. Um, <laughs> we'll have a second third person the whole time (laughs) we'll be talking we'll be every episode will be Allie's dating saga Kelsey's fertility journey current events and then we'll get to the guest pod what guest on the pod this is glowing so well anyways that's the outline did I miss anything Kelsey um no I do have on my notes here though that maybe we will do less interviews or we were thinking more casual like more of a co-hosting type situation and less like question answer type yes. of thing more make it more flow and seamless than look than as if we're reading off of a paper yes yes which I like though I yeah. like that a lot yeah we want it to be like some conversations with your two best gals right because that's what yeah. we are that's right and speaking of your two best gals our other best gal Hannah came to town heck yeah last week to visit both myself and kelsey yeah it was great separate times separate states separate cities yeah, she even brought her new boyfriend kyle yes yes only took did. about a year <laughs> hey maybe it was worth it he's a great guy from what i can tell yeah, he's very fun yeah, very fun he's a he's a big boy big boy he's a big boy oh my gosh funny funny he wore, so we went out on Saturday. We went and walked around U of A and we went to some breweries and whatnot, you know? He wore these short, 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 shorts. <laughs> like, like chubbies? Like, yeah, like chubbies, pretty much. And have you seen his thighs? They're under thighs. They're huge. So we were at this brewery and this lady walks by. Well, first of all, the first one, the first brewery we went to, apparently I, we were not there. We did not witness this, but Kyle comes back to the table with some fresh beers. He was like, the barback just asked me what I am. What does that mean? Like they, like she thought he was like a, some like pro something or like a bodybuilder or like something. He was just, I don't, I forget his exact response, but basically it was just like, I'm just living. 
(laughs) (laughs) Then the second brewery we go to, we're waiting for like the host to seat us. And this older lady, not like older, older, but you know, not our age, walks by and said something like, wow, look at those thighs. Dang, boy. And just totally like checked him out and then walked away. It was so awkward. That's funny. <laughs> but yes, he was quite the talk of the town in his short shorts. It was hilarious. That is pretty funny. Yeah. He, uh, he's like that. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. Great. I loved it. Yeah. I didn't really get a lot of time with Hannah. She came on a Sunday when Kelsey was, or Kelsey, when Nicole was hung over and I was tired and they wanted to party it up or at least Kyle did. And I did not cause it was a Sunday and I was moody and you know. Oh. Oh. Hey guys, I got a new iPhone the other day. Wow. Look at you moving up in the world. Woo-hoo! If I ever break it, I'll just go to Chris's, uh, you break, I fix. Heck yeah. Heck um, yeah. anyways, um, Great. what is that? A 12? It's an iPhone 12. Yep. Nice. How do you feel about that? It's nice. I feel like I've had it forever. It's just, I don't know if it's actually faster, but it's nice to have a new phone. I, it's nice. There's no home button, right? You still had a home button. Didn't yeah, you? I still had a home button, but I can't even tell if it's fast. Like, I can't tell if it's faster. I actually can't tell. Um, I just feel like it is. Has to be. Okay. So. All right. All right. Let's move all right. along. Move along. All right. Moving along. I'm going to give everybody my. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? Before you move along. Before you move along. I have an announcement. <gasps> no, it's Wait a not- second. You didn't even tell me. It's nothing major. No, it's not oh, that. Okay. Not that. I was about to like get really mad if you told everybody else oh, before you told me. I was just drinking this weekend. Like it's not that. Okay. Yeah. That's um, fine. no, I got my COVID vaccine. Oh, I thought we were gonna say something else. Okay. <laughs> no, no, sorry. That's actually not funny, but yeah. Okay. Well, how was it? It was great. I got the Johnson and Johnson one. Mm-hmm. Um, I had like really very minor reaction felt like nothing I could have just been like tired I don't know the only the only real side effect I did notice was that my joints like especially right where I the arm I got the shot in yeah like was really oddly like sore Uh and I've never had like joint pain like that before so that was weird but and then like 24 hours after I got vaccinated I came home from work and took like a two-hour nap and then like it just felt kind of off. Didn't really eat that night. I don't know. Kind of weird, but also could have like been completely unrelated. Who the heck would know? Right. So, but yeah, I feel great. Then when we were out with Hannah and Kyle this weekend or whatever, I just, you just feel a little bit safer. I think, I don't know. I still wore masks, still did all the, the protocols, but like even in like groups with friends, like it just, you just feel a little bit better. I like it. I'm uh, very happy that I did yeah. it. I, my, my friend just got hers on last Friday and I think, uh, and then I have another friend getting hers this, this Friday too. I actually, uh, quite a few of my friends are getting vaccinated. Obviously my pregnant friends are not right now because they're still a little bit afraid of what the, um, outcomes might be later on in life. And I get it. Like I, I'm not anti-vaccinated vaccination. I'm not like that. I just, I, I'm personally in no rush to get it. Like I'll get it when I get it you know, like we, we've talked about this before. Like, I don't like being told what to do. And if you're going to try to mom me or, you know, give me your two cents about what I should be doing in regards to like health or getting it or not getting it, like, I'm, I'm still going to do my own thing. Yeah. As is are, you, are you eligible to get it yet? No, I'm not. Some people are faking their way through the system. I mean, a lot of people are, are not faking. Oh. They're just like, you know, making up like, or they know people that work in the healthcare system so they can get their vaccine first, or they say that they're like pregnant on and they're not pregnant just to get the vaccine first. Oh, that's- and it works. They're not getting questioned about it. They're just getting their vaccine in California. We're supposed to, everybody's supposed to be eligible starting April 15th. Um, well, that's good. That's soon. It's soon. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'll get it when I get it. Like I'm I'll I'll get it. I'm sure like I've, I got the flu shot every year. So I'm, I'm, this is sound, going to sound stupid, but I'm basically going to get the vaccine because everybody else is getting the vaccine. 
well, no, that doesn't sound stupid. That sounds like great. Sounds like, you know, you're considerate of others and it's just the next thing to do in a pandemic, I think. I'll get it. I'm going to get it if it's going to make everybody else feel more peace of mind. Yeah. Well, I think it might make you too. Like I didn't expect to feel any differently or like, but it did. It just gave me like my own peace of mind a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. My whole hesitation in it was like the reproductive health side effects. So let's hope that doesn't ever like come out to play. (laughs) Right. But yeah, no, I feel great. And I'm happy that I did it. All right, now let's move on to your dating saga. Of the I know, week. I think this is the part I cannot wait to tell everybody. Okay. Where did we leave everybody off last time we chatted about this? We were talking about the BD. Oh, that's right. Okay. Five, we can say adios, muchacho. Adios. Oh, another adios. Oh, man. <laughs> like an AMF, an adios, motherfucker. Oh, my God. How <laughs> about that drink? Oh okay. my god, that was like the college drink of choice. I know, I know. So, Ugh. wait, so let me tell everybody about Baby Daddy, who was not my baby daddy. He was just a dad with a kid. Um, really liked the dude. I, we got along really well. Um, but with his work schedule and his co-parenting schedule and vacations and whatnot, it just wasn't going to work because I just, he didn't really have enough time. And when I dig someone, I expect to see them, you know, at the beginning, maybe once a week, or if not that week, reschedule propose a different date you know like if you don't want to date get off the freaking dating app or at least just be honest like oh I don't have time I just just not gonna work out like then why are you on the dating app again or like why are you even talking to me so I basically just told the guy like look like I'm looking like I really like you but I'm looking for someone with a little bit more time to spare um have a great time on your vacation like yeah so audios then this past weekend I had a quick one two incident over the weekend I matched with a dude on Bumble actually let me tell you this part so I got the new phone I went on my Bumble account and um Bumble you can either register through Facebook or through your email um I I forgot my login so I was like okay cool let's just I thought it was registered through Facebook. So I go on there and I was like, what? This is not my Bumble account. My pictures are super outdated. It's from like 2018 when I, when I dated Bruno. This, and so I'm going through my feed and I see my conversation with Bruno on there. Oh my gosh. Wait, and so I'm you like, had like two Bumble accounts? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like this Bumble account might've been like deactivated, but I might've still had the account, but it just wasn't able to be in the search. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. So, but then I'm thinking like, Oh, Br- Bruno has a Bumble account. The guy who doesn't actually want to be in a relationship and wants to be by himself for his whole life. Like sweet. So then I'm like looking at his updated photos and he literally took a photo of me and him cut me out of it. And I screenshotted it to Ali. And I was like, dude, if I ever see Bruno again, in person or if I ever text him I'm gonna be like dude you cut the best part of the photo out <laughs> so, um anyways that was that so then I deleted that account for good and I logged in with my email and it brought up my most recent account which I don't actually use bumble that much I use hinge because it's just my preference mm-hmm. so I was swiping and I found this is a quick long story short I found a decent guy that I thought was good but let me tell you this long story short we started texting had a lot in common but little did I know Shortly after, actually, I found out that he was pretty political. Ooh. Um, he's a libertarian, not a, not a Republican and not a liberal and not a conservative. Okay. He's just a libertarian. Um, I had to do some research on what that actually meant because I'm just not a political person in general. Like, I don't right. care who you are. Anyways, uh, we had a lot in common and I was digging him and then we made plans to FaceTime. So I FaceTimed him last night actually. And I was like, okay, only saw him from chest above, chest up. And I'm like, cool, cool. He had a Southern accent. He's from North Carolina, but he lives in out here now. Um, then I stalked him on Instagram and I was super not into it. His pictures were outdated that he had on his profile. He was a little bit of a larger dude and I'm not judging you because like I go, like I'm trying to go for people of all, I'm just trying to go for not my type. But like, when I say larger dude, he was for sure a larger dude and also is this mean to talk about he had like guns in every photo he's a gunsmith um and I don't care like that's your profession like he builds guns or you know takes them apart but literally every photo was like America pew pew like guns 
like Ford F-150, like super American, <laughs> like raising the American flag on 4th of July in his red, white, and blue outfit on 4th of July. And so I texted him this morning and I was like, I, I, first of all, I wasn't attracted to him because his pictures were completely outdated. Second of all, um, and FaceTime, it was his face, which was okay, but like, it was probably the angle when the, the, the light of the sun or whatever. Yeah. Um, I texted him. I was like, you know what? I was, I scoped out your Instagram a little bit. And honestly, I know we touched on politics the other day, but after I saw your pictures, like you're a little bit more political than I thought. And I just don't think we'd be a good match. And he's like, it's okay. I understand. And that was it. Like super nice. No, no harm, no foul. I, I talked yeah. to this guy for literally 24 hours, but wow. Wow. That's don't post like- pictures on your dating men for God's sakes, 2000 pictures from 2013 pictures from 2019. Absolutely not any and women too. take some updated freaking photos because you're going to catfish the hell out of these people. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody looks different than they did when they were, <laughs> when they were 25 and skinny, you know, <laughs> I will tell you that like all my pictures on my dating apps are the, the, Mo- the latest one on there is from um, August 2020. All of them are updated. You know, just, I don't care if you don't take photos of yourself, take photos of yourself because nobody wants to go meet you in person or FaceTime you or look at your Instagram and be like, wow, she's he or she is super hot or, but like what? These are from like 2018. And then yeah. you see them in person and you know. Right, right. Well, that's just I, like, I, that uh, might be super blunt and, and mean of me, but for God's sake. No, are you kidding me? Well, and, and it goes along the lines of wasting people's time too. Like, yeah, the reason somebody that- else, you're going to waste somebody's time. And like, that's just not nice. It's just not nice. No. And I, and I don't want to be shallow, but in any, by any means, because I have dated men of all heights and, and I have been on dates with men of all ethnicities. I will admit that. That's great. That's great. Whether they've been a date or a casual fling. Hmm. Hmm. That's good. So options open. Anyways, that that's Allie's dating saga saga for the week. Um, and now oh. now we're done. On to the next. Yeah, who's it gonna be for the next week? <laughs> <laughs> Better get to work. <gasps> so what what's going on with your fertility journey? Well, not much. Not much. I called the doc finally to make an appointment for my little surgery and mm-hmm. just doesn't sound like it's gonna be happening this month because I guess IVF like is back in full swing because I think that um like my doctor specifically wasn't really doing a lot of like unnecessary type stuff even like IVF mm-hmm. So I think they're like back in the whole shebang again right now. So he's super busy. Are you thinking about doing IVF? No, I don't need to yet. I mean, that's not even, we haven't even talked about it. Oh, okay. No. So, um, no. So I just need to get that procedure done. But I mean, I can still get pregnant with the polyp that I have. So, I mean, we haven't stopped trying or anything. So that's still the game plan. Um, so last episode we talked about how someone at work was telling me to drink pomegranate juice and yeah. then, right. And so I say all this on the podcast, not even thinking that Daniel's going to listen to it. Like why I didn't think he was going to, he listens to every episode. And like, I literally talked like he wasn't ever going to hear it. Like, you know, like let's keep it secretive. So I come home one day and he like, I was like, I have a surprise for you. And he's like, what is it? Pomegranate juice? you. <laughs> You listen to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, what? <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious, That's but funny. he actually was like, so like, yeah, I'll drink pomegranate. Like, he loves juice. I'll drink that every day. And yeah, Is it sweet it. or bitter? Um, It's kind of tart. Like, not bitter, but tart. It does. It kind of tastes like a straight up cranberry juice. Like, you know, the taste when people told you to go treat, drink cranberry for your bladder, for your UTIs, that yeah. stuff is bitter and sour. I think it's better than that. It's not that, like, it's like an upgraded version of that, I'd say. Okay, cool. Where do you find pomegranate juice these days? At your local Costco. 
What if you don't go to the Costco? Um, well, the brand Palm. Oh yeah, I know that brand. Yeah, I think they sell that everywhere, right? I could probably go to the Target. Yeah, the Target. I'm sure it's Target sells it. I'm I'm sure even Trader Joe's has their own form of pomegranate juice. Yeah. Yep. I'm sure. Yeah. I've been mixing it with a Lacroix. Oh, a little spritzer. That's what I like to call a little spritz. Shandy would really appreciate this Mm. because I would had to make her a little spritzer action a couple when I saw her a couple months ago because, you know, anyways. Because, yep. And it's great. I think Shandy would approve of the spritzer. Shandy approved. This message is Shandy approved. (laughs) Oh, so anyways. Oh, and then in other news, um, along with the fertility thing and me getting vaccinated, Boise's getting vaccinated this week too. What uh, brand? Johnson and Johnson. Okay. Yeah, that's the one he wanted both of us to get. Wow, everybody's so excited about getting vaccinated. Like, I don't know why I don't really feel that excited. Um, I, don't, I mean, you also work from home and stuff. Like, I think it's like, very exciting for like me or other people that work out of the home and in the general public every single day because it feels yeah. like it's like momentum moving us in a better direction than having to, you know, sanitize and wear masks and have plexiglass and just the whole nine that we experience every freaking day, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. I think you, that, that brings up a really valid point. Like I, you are right. I work from home and I only leave my house a couple times a week to either go grocery shopping, to go to an appointment. And I mean like a health appointment or a doctor's appointment or to see a friend or yeah. two on the weekend. So I really don't leave my house much. I don't go to a gym. I don't, work in a in a office building and I don't work in like a you know I don't work in a big store so yeah as safe as possible right yeah and so for yeah if I I think if I were in your shoes I'd feel the same way I'd be like well I'm fine the way I am right now right (laughs) yeah I mean I'm gonna like I said I'll get it when I want to get it yeah yeah well um so that buddy what that that concludes our little uh oh I think uh well we're gonna bring nicole on you guys remember nicole she's my roommate i remember nicole can we get a little round of applause or like a little drum roll please okay um (laughs) nicole Uh, talked about her abusive relationship but she didn't go into fine details and we actually got a couple of people asking us for some examples of what happened and like why it happened and a lot of women actually said that they kind of experienced similar situations so we're gonna bring her on in a second and she's gonna tell us everything everything bad that this fucker did to her yeah and for reference if you want to go back and listen to her episode before you listen to part two it is episode four that she comes on so all right you know okay here's nicole Hi guys! Hi, welcome <laughs> back. We missed you. I live okay. with her. You guys wanted me to come back, so I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. We you said that we miss her, Kels, but I live with her. Well, we missed her on the pod. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't miss me at all, Ollie. Like right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> Ollie, tell everyone what you made Nicole do right now. So Nicole grabbed her computer and walked into my room to like sit down and record with me. And I was like, no, you have to go in your own room. And she was like, why? I was so I had my laptop in my hand and I was like, I was like, let's do this. And she's like, no, you can't come in. And I was like, okay. So now you're in separate rooms. Yeah. Oh, wow. She was sad. She's like, I thought we were going to do this together. But I was like, no, because then my audio is going to pick up your audio and then your audio is going to pick up mine. Yeah, because yeah. I sounded like I was in, like, the background last time, huh? Yeah, but can you make sure that you speak precisely, clearly, and loud? I can't guarantee that, but I'll, I'll do my best. All right, thanks, everyone. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little story here, Nicole. A couple of people that we know gave us some great feedback. Well, actually, I wouldn't call it great feedback, but they gave us some curious feedback about what you had talked sure. about with us last time. Mm-hmm. And they kind of wanted to know the nitty gritty because you briefly outlined your last relationship and how it didn't go well. And he was, you know, 
emotionally and mentally abusive, but we kind of want to know certain examples here. And a lot of girls actually that listened to it said that it, it, um, they could relate because they also have relationships or have been in relationships similar. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. So we thought that, you know, we'd bring you back on. Maybe you could give more advice to those of out there that like might find themselves questioning their own relationships and all that yeah, bad sure. stuff. I was going to say all that jazz, but it's really not that, that jazzy. No, it's not. Okay, what, what deets do you want to know? Okay. Well, so you mentioned originally that he was a narcissist, that he is a narcissist and manipulative. <laughs> yes. Okay. I like how you sounded that out right now. Good job. I can't pronounce that word. <laughs> Let's give us a, like, give us a legit, detailed, full description example of him being a narcissist and also manipulating you okay so narcissists just literally care about themselves and that's it their looks what they're gonna do who they hang around like they have to be around certain like the best group of people um but he was just very very into himself where he would shower like four times a day he would go in the bathroom and, like, steam himself to make sure his pores were clean. Like, literally <laughs> ah! yeah, literally obsessed with himself. Um, yeah, changed outfits, like, so much. Just, he only cared about himself. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But, like, even I did his laundry, and if I hung his clothes wrong, like, he would, like, flip out. Because they would be, like, dented in certain areas and, like, the wrong way. It was really odd um yeah he literally just cared about himself and what he was doing and where he was going didn't give a shit it wasn't even like we were in a relationship but um and then the manipulation part um i mean that was just every day he would go out on weekends um, he basically planned his weekends around what he wanted to do. So if it was like a sporting event, he would plan that with his friends and didn't include me. Um, and then if I confronted him about how I felt like I wasn't included in anything and that like made me feel like shit and that's not normal in a relationship, he would just make it out like I have no friends and I have no interest in hobbies. So like he manipulated into like saying that I was just kind of like a loner and that's why I was feeling the way I, I was feeling, not because of what he was doing. Right. Like he never acknowledged your feelings. So basically he didn't really care that you were feeling sad because you couldn't go out with him on a Friday. He would just be like, well, you're the loner because you don't have other plans. Yeah. But meanwhile, you had plans with him on a Friday night. Well, I would try and plan something with him and he would he would say, oh, okay, we'll hang out Friday night, and then I'm going to go out with my boys on Saturday. I'm like, okay. And then Friday night, he would literally just spend the whole night on his computer, because he was, like, he was doing Twitch, which is another, I don't know if you guys know what that is. Yeah, video gaming, the streaming. So he's literally streaming him in front of everyone, which is also another reason why he was very into himself, and why he cared about his looks, because the whole world was watching him all the time. Um, yeah, he was all, all about gaining his followers, and so it's like a, like a OnlyFans type of thing? Video games. It's like, wow. it's like you could make it, yeah, well, OnlyFans in a much more PG, well, actually, no. P P basically, people that use Twitch are gamers. Like, boy, or not boys, Bryce. Remember we interviewed him? He twitches, or whatever the hell it's called. You basically have an account, and you could literally record yourself playing video games for hours, and people can basically pay and watch you and like either people that are really into gaming watch you to like learn tricks and tips on how to play video games or like there are literally chicks out there that like wear bras or like they're basically naked and they're gaming and men can get off off of watching them video game naked oh yeah wow interesting so he's doing that for a while because he quit his job and decided to be a twitch streamer and get paid make money um, he, he can make money. He, I don't think he made, I don't think he was doing it long enough to make a lot because he was borrowing money from me because he couldn't afford the bill. So, um, 
Wow. Um, I know just, I mean, last night, Nicole, you were showing me, we were looking back at some pictures. We were doing a little TBT and you were telling me, like, I remember our conversation that night, like you show me a pic, we looked at a picture of him out with the dudes and you're like, I remember our conversation that night and like what he said. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I can, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to sit here and like think about specific instances because there's so much. Well, why don't you, what about the, the photos on the phone, remember? Yeah, but if I, like, look at a picture, like, a memory, like, pops up, I can tell exactly what, like, what I was doing that day, what he was doing that day, what the messages were like. Yeah. Wow. Do you want me to tell, was that, you want me to tell that story? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, let's t- t- tell that story. I think it's pretty bad, and I mean, it's, it's good for people to hear, but, like, it's awful. I can't even remember, to be honest. Or... <laughs> You were telling me about how you were going through his phone and you found pictures of, like, chicks with, like, cocaine on their ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so during that time where we were, like, we were, like, not together, but we were working on it and he's living um, by himself. Um, He was just out, like, drinking five days a week. He met new people and was just literally drinking almost every day. Um, But we were still talking every day and we were still being intimate with each other. So we're basically together in my head. And like, I would come over and I would see like messages pop up. Like when I went and ran a marathon and then I came over before I did it. And so it was like five in the morning and he's like, he's like, come over. I'm still awake. So he was awake all night cause he was on stuff. And so he had, um, his phone kept going off and it was at like five in the morning. And I'm like, who's texting at five in the morning. And it was, some weird name on it like a chick clearly a chick but like he made her name like a joke uh-huh um and also was like who who is this and he was like oh it's just a friend that was over and we're jamming the music what like, why is she texting you at 5 a.m if she just left yeah and he was, like, and he was just like I, I don't know and i was like can i see the message and he re- like he would refuse to ever show me anything which right there is red flag obviously um so he would convince me he literally convinced me that there's nothing wrong and that I'm overreacting and I'm crazy to think that he's doing anything and that I don't trust him and that's messed up so that's another way he would manipulate me and then I went and found I figured out his password I logged into his like snapchat or something I don't know if a snapchat Instagram but I saw like videos yeah of like naked chicks and cocaine on their asses I confronted him about that like messages mean no like a vid- him videotaping chicks with cocaine on their asses and like his friend like doing it off her ass but found- remember you confronted him about it and yeah and he goes i didn't t- I, I was just standing there i didn't i didn't partake in it i'm like it doesn't matter you're out there like you're out hanging out with like random chicks doing drugs yeah that's like normal and he literally convinced me again he was like well I wasn't doing it like my friends were doing it I was just standing there I thought it was ridiculous oh my master manipulator oh yeah I I found a video of him having sex with someone really I didn't know if it was me or not and what did he he say was it he was like that was you from years ago and I'm like so why are you sending it to someone years later and he's like because it's like a frat challenge thing well, yeah, hold on, hold on. On another, on another note, are you guys recording that type of thing? <laughs> I don't know what he does because I wasn't, I, I wasn't looking at, I wasn't looking at what he was doing. Do right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Position where I couldn't see. So let's just say that. <laughs> so basically, he was convincing you that that it was you, but it was likely some other random chick. Yes. There's no way it could. It would. It was me. That's literally disgusting. No kidding. Yeah, and then he'd, he'd free, but then he turned around and say, oh my God, you, you, you're crazy. You went in my phone and found all that. Like, stay away from me. You're psycho. Like, he turned it around like that. So everything I, like, brought to his attention and that I, like, caught him doing, he just would turn it around and make me think I was crazy for even mentioning it or thinking it or finding it or whatever. Is that what stonewalling's called? Stonewalling is when you approach, when you go to someone for something and they literally just don't 
communicate with you at all. In so they basically just ghost you. Yeah. So like I'd go to bed crying all the time and say, there's just something off with us. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. We need to fix it. And he would just say, if you keep bringing this up, I'm going to end it. Lord. Yeah. Where is it? All the time. If you keep bringing this up and you keep complaining about us, then I'm just going to end it. So So basically this dude is a gaslighter. Do you know what gaslighting means, guys? Yeah, I think that's when you like manipulate someone psychologically. Because of what they're telling you, right? Hey, what? What did you say? You think you're insane because of what they're saying, like how they're manipulating you, no? Yeah, like they're just basically discrediting you or like, you know, using controversy to divert your attention from something. They're like psychologically manipulating you. Yeah, I was definitely. Most of us mentally abused, yeah. Remember when we said if we didn't get this house, we were going to light it on fire? Maybe we should just go light his car on fire. His car? (gasps) House? Well, he lives with his mom. We like the mom, don't we? Yeah, we do like the mom. Me and family are very close. But. Yeah. Good times. (laughs) Was he ever physically abusive? Um, no, I'm, there was, like, altercations where he would be wasted and try and leave, like, drive, and so I would try and get involved and take the keys away from him, and, like, he punched me in the gut, like, twice. That's physically abusive, okay, I don't know why you said no, that's physical abuse. I said, okay, I don't know what I said, but, I mean, he was wasted. He harmed your body under the influence. But I don't think, like, it was an, on purpose. It was, like, him trying to, like, get something out of my hands. Hold on. Like, that's what someone... Like, say, don't, yeah. <laughs> we don't want to defend him here. I know. I know. I know I'm not. Okay. So... I'll be the only times. Okay. So, basically, what from what you're telling us is that, like, every weekend... You guys lived together for a little bit, but, like, because you guys lived together, he didn't feel the need to spend time with you outside of the house and, like, his week... Yeah. Every weekend was basically the oh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the boys, not for Nicole. Yeah, and then so, during, and during the week, I'd go to work, I'd come home. He would be home all day because he was basically jobless and just doing Twitch. And he, and then I would exercise, and he would either be exercising. He didn't want to exercise together. We'd go on walks occasionally with the dog. So that's the only time I'd probably really spend time with him is like the, the hour-long walks we'd have with the dog and then I would go to bed at nine to ten like I cook his dinner he'd want me to bring it to him in the room where he was doing the streaming yeah because he wasn't ready to eat he wasn't ready to eat when I was ready which is normal time is when I'm ready to eat <laughs> or you say just please, oh thank you so much just leave it on the counter or whatever and I'll eat it later so we weren't even eating together we probably eat together like one or two days a week and then I'd go to bed and he'd be literally streaming or watching TV or gaming, like doing games like PlayStation or whatever until 2, 3 a.m. when he goes to bed and then he'd get in bed. And then I'd get up at 6, 7 o'clock to go to work and he'd be sleeping until 11, 12. So, wow. Literally opposite. Yeah. I can't believe that you even stuck around this long. Five years, Nicole. That's a long freaking time to be with someone like this. That's, I don't know. like you would change, you know? You just keep holding on to hope. That's the only reason why I was, I was sticking with it. Plus, I love his family. You still love his family? Yeah, me and his mom are really close. I've seen her twice since it ended. But wow. Very, very close, yeah. And do they know, like, any of the details or why you broke up or? Yeah, she, I mean, she, there was times where I had to call her because I was like, I have no idea what to do in this situation, like. I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I don't, and she would try and talk me through it. Wow. Yeah. So she, she knew a lot, most, like, more than she should have known, but, um, yeah, I mean, she can only do what, you know, there's so much, only so much she can do. Yeah. She kept telling me, like, like, I understand, like, you have to put yourself first and do whatever you have to do, and I support you, no matter what you do, so. That's really nice of her, but, God, her son could go fuck himself, right? He's got a lot of of growing to do, for sure. He has a new girlfriend, though, Kels. What? 
That's scary. That's a scary thought. Okay. Still lives at home with his mom. Friend. Huh? Still lives at home with his mom. Yeah. Wow. We did a little stalking last night. Do you think he's treating the new girlfriend the same way he treated you? In the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. He's a charmer. That's what yeah. those, that's what serial killers do. Yeah. He wines and dines, takes you out, buys you gifts, takes you on trips, literally makes you feel great. And then a year or two in, it's like a whole 360. Wow. Two come out. But I'm not justifying it. He did have a lot, a lot of stuff happen in his life to where I think he was acting out and I just happened to be in his life during that time. And so he didn't, and I was close to him. So I feel like he didn't, he just kind of took it out on me, unfortunately. That sucks. Wow. Well, maybe there's hope. Maybe he won't do it to the next person. Yeah. I hope so. Honestly. Yeah. For her sake. (laughs) And his. No one deserves that. No. Do you know what his love language is? I would say gift giving and physical touch, probably. What's yours? Mine is quality time and physical touch. So I guess we got one of them. You guys only linked up one time. (laughs) Yeah. Or to the end, yeah. Not really, but yeah. (laughs) Wow. Hmm. Well, Well, how's, how's your dating life now? Um, how, I don't know, Allie, how is it? Stage five clinger. <gasps> Tell us about the stage five clinger. Stage five clinger. So Has neat. he been leaving you alone lately? No. Well, oh. No, she wants to be his friend. Oh. We're friends now. Are you? Yeah. Friends hang out. So, you have a lot of friends. Yeah, touche. Yeah. She was giving me mad shit last night. I'm like, listen up. You invite your friends over all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Who are my friends? (laughs) Who are my friends? True that. You say who? My male friends, you mean? Yes. Yeah, that's true. I told that to Al this morning, and she said touche. And I said, yeah, touche. But but my friends aren't stage five cleaners. They know when to leave me alone. So what's your definition of a stage five cleaner? Okay. A stage five clinger. (sighs) You double or triple text someone if they don't respond after a a certain period of time. They have no boundaries of personal space. And also stage five clinger, if we're going to get a little extreme here, is like showing up at someone's house or stalking them because you know that they're going to be somewhere. Um, But like... A big thing, like, I've gone to therapy, obviously, I'm very vocal about that, and I've talked to my therapist just about communication with guys in general, because that's one of my most important non-negotiables, and texting someone 24-7, as much as I actually want that, I have to remind myself that it's not healthy. That's what my therapist told me. Like, yeah, I could text my girlfriends 24-7, but what? Expecting someone to, to reply to you, like, all day is not healthy. Let me give you guys some really great words of wisdom. Expectations are the thief of joy. I've heard that before. I just heard it today, and I thought I was the coolest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Why does you think that at least once every day, Al? Yeah. I was that, like, an hour ago. I literally... Nicole comes home from work. I was like, you want to know what I learned today? She's, <laughs> and I'm like, expectations are the thief of joy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I'm sorry, Nicole. Fun facts. Huh? Hey, I, I brain up every, oh, wait, anyways, let's not get distracted here. Stage five clingers are needy when, like. Okay, I, I was not dating a stage five. It was more than a stage one. I don't think it was stage five, though. I'd say it was about, like, a stage three. Oh, okay. But we but shouldn't like, have any stage... 
even if we are texting someone and they don't respond in like a few hours, you probably send another message. Would you not? Someone you're dating? Yeah. Mm. Kelsey's different. She could care less about communication. She said that she was the type of person that would like go on a date with someone and forget to text them. So then two weeks later, she'd be like, hey, you want to go on a second date? (laughs) (laughs) What is your definition of a stage five, Kelsey? Oh, yeah. I mean, someone who doesn't leave you the F alone, double text, like text, text, text without response from you. That's, that's but like, how, how long do we give someone in between reply? And like, let's say like you're at work. From- it, okay. No, I don't even think it's the time. I think it's the content. Like if they are, respond to you or say something to you like, Hey, how's your day? And you don't respond. And then they respond back and be like, are you alive? Hello? Like, that's fine. Okay. But if they continue on and on and on, like, you know? I think it, that's, whose email's going off? Not I. Nicole. <laughs> Look at that guilty face. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Do I mute it? Oh, just <laughs> someone that's very not good at technology. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I, yeah, Kels, I do that to you. I'll be like, hello, how was your weekend? And then the next morning, if you don't respond, I'll be like, dude, we have yeah, so much so, stuff to talk about. That's different though. I'm but if, you, like, if you were a guy I was dating that I would, I would ghost you just for that. Yeah, that's a little much. I think, well, hold on a second. If you're saying like, good morning, how's your, how's your morning going so far? And then you're really busy. And then they text you a couple days or a couple hours later, like, so what do you have going on today? And like, you still don't reply like that's like that's a little like that's weird you don't you can't ask two questions like uh-huh. that like maybe give it like a day or something and just be like so like what do you have up to this like I don't know there, there comes a point like you can't I would never even do that to someone no and I think too like, if someone doesn't respond right away and then they keep like if you're talking about something and there's no response so then they keep talking about the same thing you know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they keep going on about without, like, as if you had responded, but you didn't. They just keep going. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've ever had that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you're saying as if it's, like, like, they say, hey, how's your morning going? And then you don't respond. And then they're, like, well, my day is just going great. Yeah. Like, I'm having tacos for lunch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, yeah. hey, Nicole, that, uh, that basically happened. Yeah, I think in, in my instance, we would be talking and he would respond to something and then he realized like, oh, maybe I didn't like ask a question so she might not respond. So I'm going to now follow up with a, with a question. Lord. Hmm. I don't know that like, I don't but know. Also, okay, yeah. The, the dude's really nice. He's a sweet boy. This really kind of looks like a boy. Um... Okay. Don't be mean. <laughs> I saw him come out. I saw him come out of the bathroom. Oh, oh. I saw him walk out of the bathroom. <laughs> Wait, naked? He was in his little black boxers. Oh. Yeah. No, he's a really he's nice. He just I, I feel like sometimes I don't know. Remember how you gotta love yourself before you can move love someone else? Like you really I love myself, guys, because if you guys haven't seen me lately, like, I'm fucking fire. I tried on some new Abercrombie jeans tonight. They were <laughs> so nice. Like, I can't wait to do a fashion show later for Nicole. <laughs> wait, you didn't show me the jeans. We'll talk about All right, well, I'll do a little fashion show. I'll come out of the bathroom just like he did. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, like, I, I do love myself. Well, you know, we all, I think we all, I think as women that are single, we all beat ourselves up a little bit because we always just expect us we have like a little image in our head of how we want things to go i don't i don't think that just applies to single people that applies to me too yeah okay yes in your case i know we i know okay so all women even though we shouldn't compare we get ourselves into a spiral of awful thoughts and then we get sunday scaries or sad nights monday morning scaries you know the whole scary things need to go away You start stalking people on Instagram, you hate what you see, then you get really sad. You know. Just saying, I forget it now, but I've heard it before. Something about comparison. Like, 
expectations are the thief of joy. Oh God. Yeah, we get <laughs> it. We get it. <laughs> All right, Nicole. It, what is it, I think they say the same thing about what comparison. You can say the same thing about comparison, being the thief of joy. That's true. Um, Nicole, what's your definition of a stage five? Um, yeah, just, I would say text you, triple text, like double text, um, and then probably call, I don't know, calling when they don't Mm, ask me. Yeah, that's a good one. Calling out of nowhere, I think would be kind of odd. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, okay. talking all day and he wanted to call, like, call, like, out of the blue without, like, asking, I feel like that would be kind of weird. Okay, okay. But, I mean, everyone has a de- different defi- definition. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe, like, expecting to, like, hang out without making plans. Yeah. That makes sense. Showing okay. up. I'm actually curious. So, at what point when in the dating experience do you feel like like, let's say it's not going well. At what point in the dating experience does it become too much and it's not worth the stress anymore? So you feel like you need to end it. Like, what would you say about that? In the dating? Yeah, in the dating. Or relationship. Like, yeah, let's talk about you're, you're courting someone. You're just get you're dating them. Um, well, for one, if you, like, if you hang out with them and you don't feel a connection, I personally think that says something. Like, I always feel like, there's just a way I feel around guys that when I date them, like I'm either like into it, I'm like, eh, I should spend a little more time with him, or I'm like, wow, like I totally feel a connection. Um, do, you, do you feel like if like you know when you found your person, like is it easy to know that to feel that way? Um, I mean, I feel like I've well, it's just hard to say because I do feel like I've felt I found my person. Um. But we're also not together now, so I don't, I don't know. That sounds like a sad story. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. God. But, no, I, I felt, like, I know what connection I want because I felt it. And I literally felt just, like, the most comfortable I've ever felt with him. I literally felt like he was, like, part, like, almost like I found some something that was missing. And he felt, like, home to me. So it was very, very different feeling. Well, hey, we're not together now. So maybe we're just not meant to be together now. Maybe he's not my person, but that's, I just know that's the feeling I want to feel in my next relationship and my future partner. My friend Melissa told me last week, you found your soulmate by the age of 25, but this is actually over the age of 25. So I'm not sure how accurate that is. I don't believe in the soulmate situation. Or maybe not your soulmate, but your person. Yeah, I get that. You've already found your person by 25? Yeah, you did. But she's saying you might not know it. Like, you you might have met them or, like, crossed paths, but you just don't know. Yeah, like, it could have been my plumber that came in a few months ago. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) When you meet him again in the future, you're going to realize that that he was your plumber. (laughs) You guys, so funny. So many great things to laugh about in life. Oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Who the heck knows? How the heck would anybody know that? Like, where, where does she get these statistics? I don't know her. her- I mean, yeah, I get it. It probably makes sense. Because most people end up usually with someone they've known, honestly, from what I've seen. I don't see it. It's not happening for me, folks. Maybe just my group of friends. I don't know. Lord. All right. Well, I think that, that I think that's all the questions that we had for Nicole. We just kind of wanted to ask some real good examples, but get the juicy details. Did you give us all the juicy details? Are you sure you gave us everything? I mean, I could literally sit on here for three hours telling you crazy stories, but we don't have time for that. Well, you never even told us a crazy story. Well, what about me going through his phone and finding all that stuff? That's not crazy enough for you. <laughs> I want like cops showing up, alarms blowing up, bombs going off. Where he ended up in the hospital, I got calls at three a.m. of him being in the hospital for getting in fights. 
So he had concussions. So I had to go in there and skip work because I had to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> he was blacked out and like screaming at me when I walked in. Like, yeah. Freaking. Wow. He had, he had concussion. He had like two concussions within like three months from getting into fights. And that's when I was like, like at bars and stuff, or yeah. Well, one was one time he called me and he was like, like a few blocks away from our apartment, just literally standing there with his face bashed in in the middle of a neighborhood by himself. What the hell? Huh? And I was like, oh, uh, Halloween? Where are you? And he was like, oh, I was at my friend's house, and then I came outside and I was walking to the Uber, and these guys jumped me. What? Okay, so just random guys just came over to you and jumped you for no, just for walking to an Uber. That's your story? Just really weird stories. He just wow. came up out of his ass. <laughs> and then I found out later by um, a, fr- a guy friend that knows both of us that he was, in, he was in a hotel room hanging out with chicks. And um, a guy made a comment about one of the chicks and he like, got in their face defending the chick and that's how the fight happened oh you guys stay away from these types of men wow you are so better off not be i'm so glad that that ended because guess what you met me yeah yeah i met my wife (laughs) we're basically married at this house in separate rooms right now because you know (laughs) because you know yeah (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks, Nicole. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for joining us once again. Yeah, I hope that helps people who uh, are looking for red flags. We'll have a little reunion um, in the PD in May. Woohoo! So we can finally meet. Down in the desert. I'm excited. It's going to be hot. Nicole hates the heat. I I feel like I can't breathe. I love it. It was, in, it was in the 90s this weekend. I just loved it. Nicole, she's, from, she's from the forests, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you like the heat, huh? Uh-uh. No, I, can never, I can never go back. What? So, nope. Couldn't. Couldn't. Her, I hate I, the cold. Her dad's backyard is basically the forest. Hmm? I've been there once. Oh, I live there. Once? Yeah, we did a 36-hour road trip. <laughs> no. More than that. You spent 36 hours. I No, we, we drove. Kelsey on. drove from Tucson to my house. She picked me up. Then we drove to Hannah's house, spent the night there, and then we drove from Sacramento to Vancouver, Washington, which is right on the other side of Portland. On the, like, it's right on the – it's at the very beginning of Washington. So how long was that from Sacramento? Like 12 freaking hours, I think. Yeah, yeah. We literally fly? left. Yeah, we li- yes. Yeah. Why didn't she fly? Well, she Kelsey was driving for home for the summer. Yeah, uh, in college. Yeah, it was yeah. Quite, the, quite the trip. You can get to Australia in 14 hours on a plane. <laughs> well. <laughs> done that. <laughs> Better get your tickets, guys. <laughs> I don't think you could go there right now. Can you? No. Nicole's dad lives there. Well, no, you can for like four four grand. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have to quarantine when you get there? Well, right now they're in lockdown, so definitely can't go there right now. Oh, wow. They wow. are? They did a redo? Huh? They're re-in lockdown? Like they... Yeah, they- they're in lockdown for two weeks. I think they're only on their second week. Oh, on the phone. They can't like go outside without masks on. I thought they weren't doing masks for a while. She said now they can't literally. They cannot go in public without a mask right now, during this lockdown. And I'm like, if you're in a lockdown, shouldn't you be stuck inside? Yeah. I don't know. It's confusing to me, but. Wow. I guess we're doing better than them right now. All right. Well. Yeah. Okay. Well, friends. Well, friends, I hope everybody has an enjoyable night. You too, guys. See see you on the couch, Allie. 
Bye, Nicole. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Friends, don't forget, go hit subscribe or follow us on whatever platform you're listening on. Leave us a comment with your honest feedback and hit the fifth star for the best rating. We love you guys and we couldn't do this without all the support. Have a great week. Bye.